Hello, and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Gavin DeStasi, and on today's episode, we're going to discuss the effects of presidential elections on the markets. With the first presidential debate taking place tonight and the election a little more than a month away, the usual uptick in questions about how the various results might affect the stock market has begun in earnest. This election cycle is particularly polarizing politically, so the hand-wringing seems to be more intense than in years past, and with good reason. But despite the feeling that our very notion of what America is is on the line this time around, I would argue that the last election actually carried somewhat more of a risk from a market standpoint than this one does. The reason I say that is because the current president is a known quantity at this point. A bad quantity to be sure, but a known quantity nonetheless. In 2016, nobody really knew what to expect from the aftershock of the Trump victory. And if I'm being honest, I'll admit that I thought if he won, the market would react very poorly and was quite worried about what was going to happen as a result. Apparently I was not alone, at least on election night, as futures were down huge overnight, but as I awoke the next morning I was truly shocked to see that the initial reaction had been tempered and the market was acting orderly, finishing relatively flat if I remember correctly that day. The subsequent days and years also proved to go against what many believed was inevitable, that an incompetent president would lead the country to financial ruin. As it turns out, not only did the markets not bottom out, but rather, they have thrived during the past three plus years, and even now, despite the devastating effects, both on a human level, as well as financially, of the coronavirus outbreak. So if you had made a bet, as some I know did, that when Donald Trump was elected, it meant the imminent downfall of the US stock market, and pulled all of your investments out, you cost yourself a whole lot of growth that you're unlikely to recoup anytime soon. This time around, as I said, Trump is a known quantity. And while democracy as we know it might very well be a thing of the past should he win again, if there's one thing we know, Donnie loves a booming stock market, and he's unlikely to do anything legislatively that he believes might undermine his ability to point to a rising stock market and take credit for it. Now, I don't know if he's had any real effect personally on the way the market has performed the past three years, and just because a president wants a booming stock market doesn't mean that's what he'll get. But my point is that by now... I doubt too many folks will be concerned that a Trump win will automatically mean a bear market. So what if Joe Biden wins? Will a socialist regime mean the end of the good times for corporate America? Much of the conventional Wall Street wisdom seems quite concerned about higher taxes, more regulation, and crackdowns on banking and investment company practices. Maybe a Biden win means the recession we've all been waiting for will come in earnest. The problem is that history doesn't really bear that out. This idea that Republicans are more business friendly than Democrats doesn't flesh out in the markets, as the data shows that since 1900, the average returns of the Dow Jones during Republican administrations is almost half the average returns as it was during Democratic administrations. Now, I have no idea why that is, but that's what the data shows. So if we take the current presidential candidates out of the equation and ask the broader question, do presidential elections in general have any real predictable effect on the markets? What do we come up with? Well, it turns out that we are not the first people to wonder about this, if you can believe it. In fact, there is actually a pretty widely known theory on it called the Presidential Election Cycle Theory, which was first proposed in 1968 by Yale Hirsch, the author of the Stock Traders' Almanac. The basic premise of the Presidential Election Cycle Theory is that in the first two years of a president's term, they're primarily focused on fulfilling campaign promises and political IOUs, and less focused on the economy. The result likely being negative stock market returns during these years. However, as they reach years three and four and nearing re-election, they become focused on pumping the economy as much as they can, resulting in positive stock market returns in those latter years. 
Additionally, things like wars tend to be entered into during the early years of a presidency, adding to the negativity during those. However, in recent years, the presidential election cycle theory has been increasingly scrutinized and many have started to doubt its assumptions. In 2019, Dimensional Funds published a report which seemed to contradict those assumptions. According to that report, the market has been positive overall in 19 of the last 23 election years from 1928 to 2016, only showing negative returns four times. But when you further examine the years between elections, it becomes apparent that year three of a president's term is usually the strongest year for the market, followed by year four, then the second, and finally the first. So maybe there's something to it after all. It was furthered by Pepperdine professor Marshall Nichols in a paper called Presidential Elections and Stock Market Cycles, which presented data showing that a profitable strategy would be to invest on October 1st of the second year of a presidential term and sell on December 31st of year four. But wait just a minute, because recent history hasn't held true to those ideas at all. During the presidencies of Barack Obama and Donald Trump, these stock market theories didn't work whatsoever. In each of Obama's terms, the first two years were more profitable than the third, and for Trump, the first year was more profitable than the second, before a major surge in his third year, followed by 2020, which as we all know was on a downswing, then we got the corona crash, followed by a major rebound, and well, who knows what Q4 will bring. And if we go back to George W. Bush in his fourth year in 2008, which should, by the presidential election cycle theory, have been one of the best, the market was down 37%. There goes that idea. So where does that leave us? Well, it will probably shock exactly no one to hear me say that whether or not any discernible patterns can be found by looking at all past elections, no one should be making long-term investment decisions based upon them. Data can often be manipulated to say whatever it is we want it to say, but the bottom line is that it doesn't matter what it says. If you're in it for the long term, then you should ignore it and stick to your plan. At the end of the day, it might be fun to think about, but successful long-term investment outcomes are influenced by time frame, risk tolerance, diversification, and keeping emotions at bay, not by who happens to occupy the White House next year. That said, get out there and vote like your life depends on it, because this time around, it just might. Opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. This program should not be construed as financial, legal, or estate planning advice. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital and seek advice from a licensed professional. Topel and Dostasi Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Topel and Dostasi Wealth Management LLC and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Topel and Dostasi Wealth Management LLC unless a client service agreement is in place. <laughs>